Hello friends, singles in the house. You are all welcome to today's edition of Marriage Diet with Festus Flourish Osemuahu. And today is the seventh day of the month of June 2021. You are most welcome. God bless you. We're still in our question and answer series. Like I did say, um, we actually have a question that um, is actually making us to extend this um, particular question. I think this is the third day now. And in fact, we actually have a couple of other questions for, for the singles. I'm actually caught between whether we'll take another topic now or we'll just finish these questions first. Maybe we'll have to finish the questions first so that we just don't keep the questions piling up, okay? Because I did promise um, maybe by tomorrow we're going to pick up uh, a new topic. But hey, please, um, let, let's just finish all these questions, okay? All right. Now, since on Saturday, I've been looking at the question one person asked, okay? It was supposed to just be for two days, but this is the third one because I had to. After the first day, there was a need to... Um, strengthening further what i had actually explained earlier because of the question the person still asked again so and of course these are intelligent questions i really really love them and if you have these kind of intelligent questions as well i will advise you that you will ask them and i will really really give time to them so that uh, people can understand and learn from this as well now all right now this was the second part of the question she actually asked uh very weird uh, <laughs> you know I, I just looked at this question and said uh, do we still have this in this present time all right now you hold on let me just go through this question first that you will understand he said what do you feel what do you feel about a man telling his fiancee that once they get married he would like her to be bowing for him it could be when he gives her something outside or otherwise i hope okay now let me take that question you say when is there what do you feel about a man telling his fiancee that once they get married he would like her to be bowing for him it could be when he gives her something outside or otherwise then when she wakes up in the morning to kneeling that means she will have to kneel in the morning when she wakes up Although it's not going to be an everyday thing, but once in a while. All right, now let's look at the. He said, he feels that respect should not just be by mouth, but by actions too. Just like the saying that goes thus actions speak louder than voice. Wow, wow. Now you understand why I said it was such a weird question. But it's good that this person is asking this question at this time. And uh, this should also be an eye-opener to this lady that this is a red flag. You know me, I will just say the way it is. I don't paint. I can't. I'm not used to painting issues. I will just say the way it is. Friends, this is a red flag. This man is going to turn this wife, his wife, into a slave. He is going to turn his wife into, um, I, I don't know what other word I will use. But it's going to be, you know, a one-way traffic. All right. He's going to maltreat this wife. He's not going to give what we call the honor of a woman to this wife. How 
do you explain it? You know, these things like this used to happen those days. Fine. That was those that was somebody will say it used to happen in our our fathers and our mothers didn't have Christianity. Whatever they had from Christianity was what was given to them by the missionary. And which of course wasn't in the light of the knowledge of the word of God we are having today. And some of them, our grandfathers, even came from the traditional setup. And so what has been ruling in the um, the our predecessors, okay, I mean, our fathers, our grandfathers' marriages, has been more of tradition. And I've always said it, tradition, we call it tradochristianity, which is an infusion of tradition to Christianity. It doesn't work. As a Christian, we have a lifestyle, it's a lifestyle of the kingdom is a superimposition of light over darkness. There are aspects of a tradition that are really, really very good and are morally very, very suitable. Yes, this aspect should be embraced, but not the aspects that contradicts or that is not uh, consistent with the word of God. Like for instance, you make your wife to bow down before you because, of course, whether outside or inside, whenever she's giving you something, uh, she bows down. Okay, that's a, a king subject, you know, a relationship. And then, of course, she when she wakes up in the morning, she kneels down and say, you know, if it's Robosemigo, a caro, he would kneel down and all that. Oh, friend, how lovely this would have been. Uh, that's I just imagine what this young man is just thinking on his head. This, you know, um, this, I want to call it empire kind of arrangement. There is one big king who is an emperor who controls all the subjects. You think that's what marriage is all about? Oh, go and think twice again. That's not what it's all about. If you understand the relationship between Christ and the church, you will know what marriage is all about. Christ taught us that there was a need for him to wash our feet because marriage is about servanthood. The leadership in marriage is about servanthood. It's a servant leadership system where the one who leads is actually the one who serves because the one who loves is the one who gives. You can love and it won't take something away from you. Love inconveniences a man because love reduces a man. Love takes something away from you. Love makes you to serve. Look at what Jesus did. He came to serve us. He practically came to serve us. And whatever he got out of it from serving us was honor. Honor that we gave to him because he deserved it. As much as he is God, he came to us as God, but he humbled himself with us. So whatever honor we give to him, he deserved it. So if you're going to be respected in your marriage, you earn it. You don't force it. You earn it. Marriage is not about rulership. It's leadership. Please take note of those two things. The mentality this young man is having is rulership. No, it's leadership. You rule by decrees. That's what king does. King, Bible says, king rules by decree. Proverbs chapter 18, okay, somewhere, kings rule by decree. But in marriage, you lead by, by uh, inspiration. Okay, that's the right word, by inspiration. You're the leader. You stay in the front, you lead. You set example. It's not when the woman comes to bow before you that you know that the woman is respectful. That's 
that's an act of force, use of force. I've always said it when you say, oh, the woman should submit in marriage. I said, the woman can submit to anything. She can submit to the use of force as well. So when you point a gun at her, she will submit. When you use force on her, she will submit. But that's not the submission God is talking about. The submission God is talking about is the submission where an environment of love is created for the woman and the woman naturally yields into it. That's submission. So when a young man starts telling you that when we get married, in the, like in this case, you're going to bow before me, he's indirectly saying, I'm going to rule over you. And it just goes to show he doesn't even know what marriage is all about. Rather, it should be, I'm going to lead you, not lead over you. I'm going to lead you. And to lead means you are inspirational. There are times even in that leadership, you will be the one that will practically have to serve. That's leadership. But unfortunately, you tell the young men like this to come into trainings and a faculty like this. You're like, oh, hey, I don't need it. I don't need it because they, they already have a mindset. They seen this from fathers and uncles, and they feel that's the way it is. They see, and of course, it's not some churches are not even helping matters. There are some churches that are practically sowing this seed into the heart of the men that they are rulers in marriage, that the wives are not partners. Some of you might have, you might have heard about some of those things, that their wives are not partners. Their wives are subjects. They will say, oh, the woman was made for the man. And so the man has no basis coming to the level of the woman. The woman is standing in a league of his own. The woman was brought in on board to serve the man by helping him. You know, you will have all manner of doctrines that come from that, that kind of dimension. And I'm not so surprised, you know, we have some churches who are really grinding at these doctrines because they don't even have good marriages. They don't. And it's just a way of covering what they don't have so that people will not point accusing fingers on them. But if we look at the most favorite scripture on marriage, which is Ephesians chapter 5 from verse 21, you will understand that submission to one another is the basis for everything that was said in that scripture. Submitting ye one another to one another. That was how the scripture started. Before it started saying, women submit to the husband. Now listen, as in the law. So the man has to be behaving like in Christ. And then love the wife as Christ also loved the church. So how did Christ love the church? He died for the church. That's sacrificial. Now how would a woman submit to a man as in the Lord? A man that has the standard of the Lord. We don't look at those things. You are, saying, yeah, you are not submitting to me. Because sometimes this question will arise from the heart of a man who is trying to lay claim on submission. You don't force submission. It has never been, it will never be an issue between myself and my wife asking my wife for submission. It has never been. There are things you will do, you earn the submission of the wife naturally. Okay, now if let me even say this. You want your wife to be bowing down before you every morning. You want her to kneel down before you every morning when she wakes up or he said once in a while, whether once in a while or every day. You want her to do that for you. Oh, you're the one that would make it come to pass. Love her unconditionally. Set an environment of love that makes her so unique that she will forget herself. And then we should start doing all these things. Because love makes the woman forget herself. Again, hear this. Love enslaves the woman. You want your wife to behave like a slave to you? Love her. 
That's the only thing that will make her behave like a mumu. Please, I'm sorry. Those of you that don't understand that uh, colloquial English, mumu is like when you are that person is being foolish. So and then you say, ah, are you foolish that you can't see what you're doing? Yes, yeah, she will remain foolish because love has made her foolish. So if you, my response to this guy or this person or the fiance or this lady, you want your wife to be bowing down for you in the morning to be kneeling down. Love her unconditionally, and the love environment you have created for her will turn her into, you know, a woman who wouldn't mind to practically bow for you. That that's the solution. Maybe that will help. So it's really now in your hands. You're the one that will prove it because that's what the Bible says. That's what the Bible says. Love the wife as Christ also loved the church. So today we bow down our head for Christ. We I, I was in service this morning and the praise was really, really hot. And then I, afterwards, I just laid on the ground, prostrated on the ground. I, I could do that for Jesus. There was this hymn we're taking, all hail the power of Jesus' name. You know, angels prostrate for, I, I just went on the ground, I prostrated. Now, nobody forced me. There was no cane on me. There was no gun pointed on me. But I had to prostrate and lay down on the ground for this, my Lord Jesus, who deserves it, who has given so so much to me he has created an environment a love that has, has has connected my heart to his heart why wouldn't i prostrate for that kind of you know uh, uh, personality so you want your wife to prostrate for you love her more wow get that into your mind you want her to kneel down for you every morning love her more you don't even need to say it she will act it out but otherwise if you're not willing to love your wife with the standard of christ you are a thief asking your wife to bow down before you because you want to take the honor of God. You want to take that supreme level. I mean, we're just, we're partners. We, 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 it's marriage is a teamwork. If not for the fall of man that God had to make man to be, he said that desire shall not be that of the husband and he will rule over you. Okay, that word rule means he will lead. The Hebrew word for that rule talks about he will lead you, he will direct you. Okay, that's actually the right word. But was it like that at the beginning? When God made man and woman, did he pass that kind of judgment on the woman? No. So the regenerated being, the regenerated person in Christ, it's like the first Adam and Eve before the curse. And we are actually equal before the Lord. Even Paul talked about this. There is no Gentiles, there is no male, there is no female, there is no free, there is no bound. We are equal before the Lord. You are not greater than your wife just simply because you are a husband. In fact, you actually, your wife needs more of you to prove that you're a husband because the word husband means husbandry, the one that husbands a wife into a, a bride, rather into a wife. See, there's so much work. So if you're not doing that, you're asking somebody to bow down, it's wrong. I wish I would have time to share the story of a man who had that experience. Where it was a, My wife and I, we had that experience with this man because they were neighbors of ours. So this is not about the story we heard. You know, who was always telling the wife to kneel down to serve him food. And uh, we lost contact for so many years. We just reconnected a week ago. And only for me to discover that the wife, the marriage has broken up. I, I wasn't surprised because I knew it won't last. You know, it won't last. And when a man begins to, you know, feel that uh, the wife is truly a subject, oh, he, he can make her behave whichever way he wants her to be. But it's totally wrong. 
is totally wrong. We must respect womanhood. And this man that is asking this question, you must respect womanhood. She's not in your life to serve you because you are, she's actually the one you are living for. I wish the church is what Christ is living for. This the service that comes from the church is the service that Christ has earned over the church. All right. So I wish I just wish we understand this honestly. But please, young man, what you're asking for is wrong. A young woman, please, this is a red flag. It's a, for it to have even entered into the mind of this guy is a red flag. It shouldn't. It's not something that should be in the in the discussion table now. So he just talked about his mentality and his mindset. Uh, where I, I'm not ruling out the possibility, he can really take the power of the Holy Spirit for him to be delivered and live right. But hey, the, the, the chances are really really slim because I'm just wondering where he got this from, Maybe from the foundation, from the background, from his where it's coming from. So it could be pretty difficult to change this kind of mentality. So if I were you, look for you saying both shoe that is no longer using that used to run. Wear it on your shoe and run for your dear life. So that tomorrow you don't have stories that touches their heart. Alright, because this woman, this man will not respect you. If he does respect even now, relationship, he will not be telling you when you marry. Ah, because marriage, a relation, courtship is the foundation for marriage. So it's not when you marry. So whatever he will do it now. This kind of a man will show up other skills tomorrow. Wow, time is gone. I'm just I'm just angry when I hear stories like this. I just say, ah, people just won't learn. They will learn. It's okay, be wise. See this as a red flag and be wise. God bless you. Our WhatsApp number is plus 234-8107126148. And we will get back to you. God bless you. Let's do this again tomorrow, God willing. Until then, don't forget, if marriage is an institution, then couples and singles must be students. Marriage care truly cares. God bless you. Do have a fruitful week ahead. Bye.